Hello and welcome to the Field Talk Podcast from the Linder Farm Network, the voice of Minnesota agriculture. I'm your host, Dan Lemke. After weeks of uncertainty, the U.S. House of Representatives chose Representative Mike Johnson of Louisiana as its next speaker. The delay in finding a speaker shortened the timeline for the passage of a new farm bill before most provisions expire at the end of the year. Minnesota Farm Bureau Federation Director of Public Policy Pierce Bennett joined the Linder Farm Network to address the current situation. Well, sure. I think um, in terms of impact, it, it, it kind of speaks for itself, Dan, like you mentioned. Uh, the House um, wasn't moving any legislation during that time. They were focused on getting a new speaker uh, in office. And so uh, clearly that matters. We only have so many legislative days in the calendar. And whether we think about that um, in our appropriations process and that November 17th deadline looming there, as well as when we think about it for a farm bill and our hope and desire to see a farm bill still be completed by the end of this year. And the less days we're, we're able to work on those goals and the more time being spent uh, selecting a speaker certainly has an effect there. But now that we have a new speaker uh, and, and Congressman Johnson from Louisiana, you know, our message within the Minnesota Farm Bureau continues to be, let's get these things done. Uh, let's get back to work. We got a little sidetracked. We had some things we had to take care of. Now let's get back to focusing on getting an appropriations plan done and getting a farm bill done here by the end of the year so that our farmers have the certainty um, within those programs uh, that they need, um, but also just just for the good of the country and and and, and the good of Minnesota, um, we know that these programs are are vital um, across the board. Whether it's on farm programming, nutrition programming, rural development, whatever it may be, so uh, we're we're excited to, to help get that focus back where it needs to be and do that work. The timeline is short on Farm Bill, for example, that an extension is likely necessary. I guess, what's your read on the situation? Certainly, um, you know, you don't have to be a uh, political uh, scientist to know that the timeline is short. That's as simple as counting the, the amount of days left on the calendar. Um, and so I think from, from our point of view, we still, we still believe that there's an opportunity to get this Farm Bill done by the end of the year. But obviously, we have to recognize the practicality that if um, that is not the case and if we are not able uh, to complete a farm bill by the end of, of 2023, then certainly a continuing resolution or an extension, um, at, if you will, um, will be necessary because that funding for farm bill programming as well as just um, within the authorization of the act, you know, that that ends at the end of the year. And so we certainly... Um, believe that that if we can't get one done we definitely need to have that extension so that at least current programming is still accessible um, within the context of the farm bill and we've heard folks talk about you know maybe a one-year extension i think a lot of people generally speaking are relatively pleased with the, the 2018 bill certainly some areas that could use some improvement um but you know does it likely that it'd be a one-year extension maybe a, a shorter one i've seen that recently you know some leaders saying maybe it could be uh, just a shorter extension while the folks uh, buy a little time to get some work done any any thoughts on what would be i guess most ideal from a farm perspective Obviously, uh, much of your question, Dan, could probably be geared to our chairs and ranking members of the of the respective ag committees. Um, you know, they they're the ones who are going to be presenting 
um, all of these options uh, to the rest of their members within Congress. I think um, what our focus continues to be here with Minnesota Farm Bureau is um, getting the programming um, and, and a healthy farm bill um, out there and done. And so if, if the powers that be uh, in communication with relative stakeholders like ourselves believe that that can be a shorter term CR and that they can get this bill done in a shorter time frame, fantastic. If that needs to be a longer extension, we're willing to have that conversation and, 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 and work through that. I think from our end, it's uh, kind of to the point maybe you were, you were making through your question, Dan, we're looking for quality. Uh, we want to make sure that the tweaks and changes that are necessary that, that we've been discussing for a very long time um, get, get, get completed with it, within the farm bill. But we also want to make sure that we are getting a farm bill done. We, we really do believe there, there is some sense of urgency here. Um, it's important that a farm bill be completed. And, and if the timeline needs to change to get that done, to have the best version of the farm bill it can possibly be, we're open to those conversations, um, but we just want to make sure we continue heading heading to that final destination of having a farm bill done. Coming up here in the next couple of weeks, you have your uh, state convention. I guess from your perspective, what uh, kind of uh, direction does that give to you in in uh, you know presenting policy positions both uh, in D.C. and uh, here in St. Paul? Sure. Well, it's always an exciting time of year um, here in the fall, and and um, I think from our end, our um, annual meeting and, and convention will uh, be um, November 17th and the 18th, I believe. Um, and so we're going to be meeting um, on a multitude of topics, but most importantly, Dan, in, in, our, um, in our process is um, our resolutions process, which is the function of our grassroots nature of the Farm Bureau, where membership from across our county organizations bring forward policy ideas. They're reviewed by our, by our Policy Resolutions Committee, which is meeting uh, this week, actually. And then that committee sends forward um, those resolution ideas um, to the floor to allow open discussion, debate, and votes um, on those ideas for future policy within our state and, and federal policy books. And so all of our process is driven by our membership at the grassroots level. And you get to see that action live and in person at, at our annual convention. So it's certainly exciting. We're looking forward to, to um, having more discussions about all the ideas our membership bring us. And certainly that will continue to guide us as we think about how we interact both in St. Paul and in Washington, D.C. in the future. What are some of the, the key issues that you know will be wanting to be addressed in the uh, upcoming sessions here in Minnesota? Oftentimes, you know, our, what's wonderful about having grassroots membership is they know what's going on on the ground, um, and that's very helpful to us here um, in, in the office. And so, you know, what I think I hear most from my members are, um, you know, look, at the end of the day, farming is a business. Having that economic vitality, both at the farm gate level but within our rural communities, um, is important. And, and what you've seen from – the past year and, and likely into the future, we're going to continue having that discussion um, around rural health care, around rural child care, housing, et cetera. If we have um, vitality in our rural communities, that helps our farmers and, and our farmers having vitality at the farm gate level helps our rural communities. We're also going to continue thinking about land access, 
um, particularly for our young and emerging farmers. Um, we are seeing a variety um, of different things make it harder and harder, particularly for those trying to get into the business of farming or expand what they currently have. Um, we're, we're seeing some barriers there, whether it be CRP rates causing some disruption on land values, whether it be um, various um, solar or other projects that are that are competing for access to that ground in the open market. And so we know that we need to continue finding ways to give our membership the tools that so that they can start farming, expand what they're doing, um, et cetera. And so those are op opportunities we're going to continue discussing. And then obviously many of our memberships still think through all the different topics and ideas that arose at this past legislative session in 2023 um, in expectation that some of those topics um, may continue to be brought up in future state legislative sessions and, and, and we are waiting to see what uh, what guidance they give us um, at our annual meeting when it comes to votes on the floor uh, through the resolutions process. So certainly lots going on, lots to be thinking about if you're in my job. Um, and, and I'm looking forward to hearing from my members. Thanks for joining us. Find other podcasts at lindyfarmnetwork.com and listen to your local LFN affiliate for the latest in farm news and market analysis.